My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. An experienced team innovating in a new field, in new ways. This is a good description for Pionix, a German e-mobility company founded on the idea that an open source software stack can help establish the necessary standards for a unified EV charging ecosystem. The founders of Pionix have leveraged key learnings from the drone industry and are now applying those learnings to the greater EV charging infrastructure. Joining us for this episode of AutoVision News Radio is Marco Muller, co-founder and managing director of Pionix. Thank you, Carl, for having me. Um, I started uh, studying physics and computer science, and during that, I created my first company, that was Mavinci, a drone startup, with my co-founders from the German scientists, or young scientist network. We sold that company to 2016 to enter. During this time, I was also finishing my PhD in theoretical physics of complex systems. And yeah, it was really a bumpy ride having this, uh, doing a startup and doing in your free time and the nights, uh, also a PhD. After Intel acquired Mavinci in 2016, Marco and the team were seeking out their next venture, but doing so already with a strong interest in electrification. That evolved into this idea of creating an operating system for electric vehicle charging stations. So it doesn't matter if we talk about slow AC or public fast DC charging, or let's say, let's call them supercharger. All of them needs a lot of software running within the charge point. I mean, at the moment, everyone is talking about cloud software and missing the point that also the devices in the field actually have quite some software included. I mean, everyone knows Android. Uh, or iOS, so the mobile operating system on your phone, but also your solar inverter, your TV, all of them coming with a lot of software inside. And we want to be the default software for all of those chargers. Yeah, a bit like the Android for chargers. Before recording this, Marco sent me a media kit with some detailed and interesting slides. This helped me get my mind around the work that Pionix is doing. One of the slides talked about how the EV charging ecosystem is not fit for purpose, not fit for purpose. And on that slide was a message about how individual solutions are not really sustainable long term as complex software patchwork hinders compatibility and usability. And this is where the key learnings from the drone industry come in which Marco helped me understand. When we created this drone startup, uh, every company had its own software for controlling a drone, for keeping it flying, for talking to the ground station. So for, let's say, doing drone things. And uh, then on top of that, every drone startup developed something specific for a certain use case. I don't know, inspecting a bridge or whatever. And with charging, it feels a bit like the same, but let's say in a really early stage of this ecosystem, that every charger manufacturer has a certain goal, like public charging uh, very fast, or let's say workplace charging, we have to balance a lot of cars so not overwhelm the power grid connection, or residential charging connected to home solar, or maybe for a fleet in a car rental service. So there are a lot of different use cases, and everyone develops for those use cases products, but always starts from an empty sheet of paper. We think that is waste of resources because 90% of the software you have to do for those use cases is totally the same for public for all of those use cases. 
we as Pionix want to harmonize this software so that the vendors can focus on what makes them special and don't have to waste so much on mature engineering. And this is kind of the same what happened in the drone industry. After a while, still surviving drone companies switched to a common operating system and just built application on top. And we think that's missing here in the EV space, and that's what we want to do here. And I think one of the issues with this big um, diversity of softwares comes that at the moment you have to test every car against every charging station vendor. I mean, let's imagine there's 100 different EVs out there. There's a thousand different charging stations out there. This is a hundred thousand combinations you have to test. And for sure, not every of those combinations got tested by the manufacturers. So it got tested by customers in the wild. And that means it doesn't work very, very often. And you can solve that by, if everyone runs the same operating system, you just have to test all the hundred cars against this one operating system. And then everyone picks up that work. And that's actually doable. And this is how it's done in all the other ecosystems after a while. And I think that would fix quite a bit. What Marco is describing is known as Everest. And when you see Everest written, the EV is capitalized. It, look, it looks pretty neat. Uh, but Everest is the open source software stack that serves as the foundation for a unified charging ecosystem. How can it be applied? So Everest is super modular. So it consists, technically speaking, out of a middleware based on MQTT, where you can write modules for different purposes. Let's say a car communication module for a certain protocol version, ISO 1511.8-20 or whatever. Then you can assemble and reassemble those modules in whatever way you need for your charging station. So if you're coming from the electrical thinking, you have always these block diagrams like, I have a such device here, and then there's a wire and another device here. And you're assembling, roughly speaking, this way your charging station or, or any electric components. And it's a bit the same with our software. You can take those building blocks and assemble the firmware you need out of it. So if you have a charging station with two AC outlets and one DC outlet, you can just configure that. And if it should be with Chardemo and CCS on the other hand, if you want to connect to local solar, you can configure all of those modules in or out, however you need it. And if there's a module missing for your particular use case, you can always add or modify things because it's open source. This helps tremendously for customization. Customers of Pionix can launch their own products with Everest. Because it's open source, customers can change the code. They can use their own hardware or platform and design the user interface accordingly. As Marco describes, this provides a good amount of flexibility. So with Everest, we can help any vendor of charging or anyone who needs, let's say, a special version of a charger. Or if you're sourcing chargers from somewhere, we can help you to customize your supply chain in order to make it your product. Or if you are someone supplying components within this charging space, if you want to get everything compatible, we can help you with that. And I think that's the way how we can get the industry way more efficient. After meeting Marco and the Pionix team, my biggest takeaway is how an open source software stack like Everest plays a role in bringing forward the future of mobility. Sometimes that term, future of mobility, can seem a bit generic and nondescript. But after meeting Pionix, I have a better understanding of how electrification works in terms of charging and infrastructure. And it was just incredibly cool to have an example come not from automotive, but from drones. The ultimate system which finally won was open source. So solving this complexity issue I just talked about, 
100,000 uh, combinations you have to test. You only can solve that by kind of a monopoly, and no one likes monopolies. So no one will let another Microsoft Windows occur where one company can rule it all. If you don't want to do it that way, the only alternative is open source, which is not harmful for any vendor to use it. And if you look what happened over the last year in the drone industry, this software monopoly was open source. If you look for web browsers, there's always there's one core which is running on all but one browsers. If you look for uh, phone operating systems, yeah, Android is everywhere, but not only on the Google devices, but also on others. So it's always open source in the last years, which is able to make that scale. Uh, and the scale is that what we need to solve the actual issues out there in the field. So it's the only possible conclusion. It makes it harder for us as a company to create revenue out of this. But on the other hand, it's the only way to reach that scale and solve that issue. So if we wouldn't do it, someone else would do it sooner than later. And also, if we're looking on all the future topics upcoming, like bidirectional charging, the only way to do that is you just sharing the code base. The next step, like improving on it, can also be shared and can be way quicker. So I think we can speed up as an industry by a factor of 10 if we make the switch to open source. To learn more about Pionix, visit Pionix.com. That's P-I-O-N-I-X.com. Pionix.com. You can also follow the company on LinkedIn for the latest news and updates on Everest. In Detroit with Marco Muller. I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.